You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! My good friends, this is S. Anthony. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. It's actually Monday. Uh, I guess you could technically call this early evening, but I wanted to record this because I wanted to make sure that I got it ready for the Wednesday podcast. And um, everybody's talking about the Donald Sterling thing. Everybody's talking about it. And quite frankly, I'm getting a little sick of talking about it. Not that I don't think it's important. But I think people are getting caught up on the wrong things. Everybody is outraged by the fact that he said these horrible things on the recording that his girlfriend made. And those were horrible things that, you know, to. But I think we need to stop focusing on that part of it, because as bad as that is, it's not the worst thing that he's done that we've that we found out about so far. Everyone's talking about, oh, the ba- the foot, the basketball players should boycott, and maybe they should. But let's 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 keep this real here. The mo- the worst thing he did that I know of so far was when he, because he's also a, a uh, landlord, he had to pay out damn near three million dollars because he didn't want uh, blacks and Hispanics and Asians to move into his building. He he blocked them from doing that, and it was so bad he had to pay out the money. And the big guys, the big the big time lawyers, came down on him. Think about that. That's the worst thing. He's tried to keep people from moving into a building, telling them that he basically, essentially saying that he thought so little of them that he they were beneath living in his building. The Hispanics and and the blacks and. Uh, and, uh, and and Asians and even from what I read he didn't even think the Asians had enough juice to even step to him so why even worry about what they thought that's the worst thing that's the thing that everyone knew about that should have kept his ass out of the NBA you've already shown massive amounts of disdain for people that don't look like you for people with brown skin for people that you perceive to be lower than you as human beings he's already shown that and that's one thing okay but let's Let's put that on the stack with what he said recently that his girlfriend of, of, at the time recorded. Let's put that on the pile. And then let's add this other thing to the pile. It's alleged that Roly Massimino, who was the great coach of the Villanova Wildcats, who won the na- national championship in basketball in 1985, beating Georgetown, actually interviewed with Donald Sterling for a coaching job. Donald Sterling, the owner of the L.A. Clippers, he interviewed for the job. And what happened? Donald Sterling allegedly N-bombed his own players when talking to Roly Massimino. Just N-bombed the hell out of his own players. And Roly Massimino got pissed off, cursed him out, and got the hell out of it because he didn't like that. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. This is a guy who was in the NBA who had to pay out damn near $3 million. And even if you're super duper rich, even the richest people in the world do not want to pay out two or three million dollars for anything. You could be married to this guy and have two kids and he is not going to. In many cases, these guys do not want to give that person two or three, two or three million dollars. So the fact that he was willing to give that up means he probably was in really deep crap if everything kept going along in a legal standpoint. Keep that in mind. OK, he end bombs. Roly Massimino, a person he doesn't know, 
who he was interviewing for a job, meaning he didn't really know him that well. If you have to interview him and go through that process, you're learning the process. You're learning this person. You're just meeting this person. And he felt comfortable and bombing his own team to a guy he didn't even know. So if he N-bombs his own team, his own players, to a guy he didn't know, you mean to tell me that Donald Sterling never, ever, ever N-bombed his own players to other people? Other owners that he does business with? To officials? To other people in power who knew what kind of human being this was? It's amazing that we're being, everyone's being outraged now when we all know when what he is and what he does and what he says and how he feels about people of color that he actually, that are actually working for him. Now that everybody knows about it, it's not just a blurb in the news or something in the past. Now that it's in everybody's face, now everybody's outraged. He should have been outraged when he wouldn't let black people and Hispanics and Asians move into his building. That should have been outrageous enough. That should have been enough to keep his ass out. When he N-bombed Roly Massimino, when I'm sure he, is, he had to have done it at another time. That should have been enough to get his ass out of there. And don't tell me that you guys didn't know about it. You had to have known about it. Because if he N-bombs a person that he does not know, he N-bombed people that he did know. The fuck out of here. Save me your outrage. Your outrage is too late. But we have to remember, let's take Donald Sterling's racist ass and slide him to the side a little bit. And realize that his racism towards black people and, 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 and other ethnic groups is just a symptom of what happens with certain people in power when they think of you as less than them. They overlook things all of a sudden. Things don't seem to be that important. Remember a while ago, I saw it on Frontline, even though I knew about it beforehand, the NFL concussion story. When they had all of these players killing themselves because of the brain damage caused by NFL football. And the simple fact that the NFL actually got a doctor's, got their own doctors and said, <laughs> concussions, what's the problem? There's <laughs> nothing wrong. <laughs> Everything's great. When they knew it wasn't the truth, but they didn't want to have to cough out that bread, you know, to put, the, put it aside for those players who broke their bodies up, making them billions of dollars. They knew the concussions were happening. And if they didn't know at one point when they were told about it, they should have said, you know what, I don't know if that's true, but we're going to actually look at it and find out if it's true. And if it's true, we're going to take a certain course of action to try to minimize that. We don't know if we can basically get rid of all the concussions, but what we're going to do is whatever we have to do to minimize that. Because if you do that, it's going to cost a little bit of money, but can't let that happen, right? Major League Baseball, same thing with you guys. Come on, you didn't realize these players were on steroids? Please. A, a baseball player who was 170 pounds the last time the season was in, and then the season starts up this year, and now he's 270 pounds, and he's got a head the size of a walrus, and you don't know he's on steroids? He hits the ball, the ball explodes off the bat. And I don't mean explodes, meaning go a far, di far distance. I mean explodes in the dust when he swings the bat. And you don't know if they're on steroids. Please. Oh, man, you did know that all of a sudden a whole bunch of people were hitting a lot of home runs and people like to see home runs. You knew that. But everybody knows what steroids does to a body. Look at all those, some of those NFL players from back in the day who took steroids and what happened to them. How it 
completely ate them up from the inside and turned them into complete garbage. What happened to the attitude to the, to the, the professional wrestlers when they took steroids? What happened to them? You saw what happened to them. Everybody knows what happens to people when you take these things. But we had to get our home runs. Right? Come on, man. Let's not be so outraged by Donald Sterling. He sh we should be outraged by what he did and what he said. But the outrage is late. You should have been outraged when he wouldn't let people move into his build to that building. You should have been outraged when he had to pay that money because you know he didn't want to pay that money. Let's not get outraged right now about all NFL concussions. You knew there were concussions already. You knew what the deal was. You didn't want to know. So don't try to act like you're all great now. Great, you're doing new things. You should have been doing those things before. Because if you've been working on how to stop concussions back when you found out about concussions, imagine how much further along the technology would have been by now. You may have had helmets designed now that could almost prevent that stuff. Had you started working on it when you found out about it a long time ago. If you had stopped the steroids when you knew the steroids were coming in Major League Baseball, shut it down a long time ago, there would have been no steroid era. There would have been no asterisks in the Hall of Fame for baseball. There wouldn't have been any of that. There wouldn't have been any talk of that because it would have never happened. But you wanted the home runs in baseball. And you didn't want to get sued in football because of the concussion. So you act like nothing happened. And in the, in the NBA, you knew you had racists there. But you knew if you called them out, he might call out some other people. And then you'd all wind up losing some money because we'd find out just how many assholes ex actually exist there. Come on. So save me a damn outrage. Do what you have to do. He should be punished. That's true. But he should you should have had your foot in his ass a long time ago. So don't act like you're doing anybody a favor now. Stop it. So that's the po problem now when you have people with a lot of power. When they have power and they get into the bubble... And it's not everybody, because there's some people that get into the get all the power and they move up in the world and they get all this power and they realize, oh man, from where I am now, I can actually see problems better because I can I, I see now that I have the ability to help people to do great things. And those people take their power and use it to feed people, to house people, to educate people, to make the world a better place. Those people in the bubble, they use the perch of the bubble, of being above what everyone else is, to look at problems and see them from a bigger perspective and go from up here. I can see problems that exist now and where they're going to go and I'm in a better position to solve the problems and that's what I'm going to use my power for. Those are good people. But a lot of people, when they get up into that bubble, instead of looking around and going, how can I make the world a better place? Or at the very least, how can I stop myself from fucking the place up more? They go, you know, it's kind of nice up here. You know, all the people down there, fuck them. In fact, let me piss on them right now. Ah, that's good. Oh, there's a baby in a carriage right there. Is that baby sick? Fantastic. Oh, they got him. Ah, got him. Got him in the face. Ha ha. And I know that sounds silly, but some of that stuff is just about that evil, man. Come on, let's keep it real. And you can't really fight these people. You can't do it as an individual. You know, people talk about whistleblowers, and I believe whistleblowers are important. But we have to back them up. 
<laughs> as individuals. If one guy comes out and tries to fight a ma major corporation or fight the government and he has no backup from the American people or from the people of the world, what the fuck happens? And I'm not talking about Snowden. I don't give two shits about that. I'm talking about just in general. You know, so don't think I'm trying to talk about Snowden on the slick. If you know anything about me and my podcast, I don't talk about anybody on the slick. If I'm going to talk about your ass, I'll talk about your ass. I'll talk about your ass by name and I don't give a shit. Fuck you. If, if, if you have a problem with that meaning the person I'm talking about, not my podcast audience, although I would like to get it on with some of you. But if you really think about the people in power, they're kind of like Cain Velasquez, the UFC heavyweight champion. You know, now Cain Velasquez is one of the best fighters I have ever seen in my life. Sick cardio, top notch power, super smart, great fighter. And for the record, I just want to say to Cain Velasquez, if you come across this, because there's a good chance I'm going to run into you at some point, I just want to say that I'm a big fan of yours. I know that from what I understand, you're a, a great guy, you're, you're a classy guy. From what I've seen, you're a good person. And you do all, you, basically, you live your life the right, the right way and with honor. So I'm just using you as an example because of your physical abilities to fight. Uh, I'm not saying anything about you negatively. And I wanted to point that out, not just because it's true, but because you could beat the shit out of me without, while, while actually reading a book and eating a sandwich and I, there would be nothing I could do about it. So <laughs> please realize I'm just using you as an example and don't fuck me up. <clears throat> anyway, but powerful people are like Cain Velasquez, you know, if you were a regular guy on the street or even if you're a fighter, if Cain Velasquez fought, if you decided to fight Cain Velasquez, you're going to get fucked up. You have 0% chance of kicking Cain Velasquez's ass. It's not going to happen. Cain Velasquez goes into the ring with other top fighters and fucks them up. So you on the street, never going to happen. Give it up. And it's the same thing with the people in the power right now. One guy going up against a tobacco company, get the fuck out of here. Please. One guy going up against the oil companies, please. Please. You have no chance. But if you think about it logically and you step back and think in terms of what if all the cool white people, all the black people, all the Asian people, all the Hispanic people, all the Native American people, all the middle class people, all of us got together and said, you know what? You're not going to have to fight Cain Velasquez powered business by yourself. We're all going to jump on him at the same time. Now, as great as Cain Velasquez is, if 50 people dived on him at the same time, Cain would get fucked up. Like I said, you couldn't beat him individually. If you tried, you'd get your ass whooped. But 50 people, even 50 regular people, could kick his ass. And it's the same thing with these big companies. Yes, as an individual, you can't beat that company. You can't beat the government. Even those jackasses that were hanging out at Clive and Bundy's ranch, standing there with their their rifles, thinking that they were tough. If the actual army showed up and said, we need to take these motherfuckers out, do you really think their little stupid guns would have done any good? Yes, you have sniper rifles. Yes, you have AK-47s. They have drones. They have the Air Force. They have tanks. Fuck, the SWAT team could have fucked those guys up if they wanted to. So let's keep it real. You know, so if these guys wanted to take you out, you can't beat them by yourself. But if we all got together and said, we're done with this bullshit. You know what you're going to do? You're going to get rid of the racist in the NBA and you're going to take care of your NFL players. 
with the concussions and no more fucking steroids in baseball and no more fucking lobbyists coming into and going into Congress and into the Senate and making them do shit that, that destroys our lives and no more putting people in the Supreme Court who as soon as they take their robes off they go someplace and say what they really feel and you realize they don't give a shit about the American people they just like to foster their agendas and get their money as soon as we do that what happens? you win every time have you noticed that? Have you noticed whenever the American public gets pissed off and says, you know what, let's stop fighting with each other over dumb shit and stop these bastards from kicking our asses. What happens every single time you win? They threw, they threw billions of dollars at Barack Obama. All sorts of crap about him, but the people that liked him, that wanted to vote for him, said, fuck that shit. We're voting for him anyway. And he won twice. Same thing with Bill Clinton. Won twice. Right? Because the people said, no, we like this guy better. Fuck you. Fuck your ads and fuck your lies. Fuck y'all. That's what happens. You know? When there's a big tragedy, I really don't have enough, oh, I don't have the time or the money. And then when the tragedy happens, the American public goes, we need to help those people in New York. We need to help those people in Boston. We need to help those people that had the tsunami. We need to help those people that were in that plane crash. We need to help those people over there. What happens? We help them. It gets done somehow. Because we wanted to. Because we were motivated to. That's what happens when we stand up. If you sit down, nothing happens. If you don't vote, nothing happens. If you don't tell these people, stop putting out music that says negative stuff about my... You don't do that. You can't, and you keep buying that crap. What happens? You keep buying movies and watching TV programs with stereotypes that are overtly disrespectful of people that look like you or people in general. What happens? Bang. They keep saying that. But if you stop it, you say, I'm not watching it. I'm not buying it. I'm not doing that. They stop. It always happens. Motivated people with good motivation, good hearts, who stand up for something and move in that direction, always fucking win. Have you noticed that? civil rights movement a bunch of people said I'm not putting up with this anymore and what happened a lot of good things happened we know we didn't have everything happen that need to happen you know that but there's a black president now it's probably going to be a female president next time maybe I can ride anywhere on the bus that I want to even though I'm not going to ride on the bus I'd rather drive places but I could if I wanted to you don't see anybody blocking a woman at, at, the, at the voting booth because she can vote because they have the right to vote. And how do these things happen? Good people looked at a problem and said, no, we're not allowing that anymore. So what I just want to say about all this whole thing is let's just realize that the Donald Sterling thing. It's horrible that he said those things, but there's a bigger picture. Let's not get distracted by the small stuff. He's a piece of shit. We know that. But he was a bigger piece of shit when he wouldn't allow somebody to, to, to in good faith, move into a building they wanted to move into because he's a piece of shit. Let's focus on that part of it. Let's focus on that. Yeah, he was a piece of shit for what he said about black people and NBA and don't take pictures with Magic Johnson and don't. And I don't like those people. That's horrible. But let's not just focus on just that. Let's focus on the whole mindset that people like him 
all over the world, all in government, in business, in every way. All that entire mindset, we got to clean all of that out. It's not just enough to, to jump on the poster boy for dickheadishness. Yes, I just created a new word and I can't repeat it again because I don't know what I just said. <laughs> I fucked that word up so bad, I don't even know what word I was trying to say. But let's just say the mindset is what we got to stop. Not just Donald Sterling, that's a beginning. But the mindset that creates that type of cat, we got to get rid of all of that stuff. And if we stand up and we do that, it happens. It's on us. All right, folks, that has been the podcast. Um, this is the Yes, Anthony Says podcast. This one will be airing. I will be putting this one out on Wednesday. Uh, this is actually, like I said, being recorded on Monday around 5 o'clock. Um, so I just want to say thank you guys very much for listening to my podcast and putting up with my craziness. Um, the home base for this podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. The email address is s anthony's the is no the email address is the s anthony says podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, please do me a favor and continue uh, to share the podcast on your social networking sites. Retweet me, uh, retweet links to this podcast, reblog, whatever your whatever your social networking site is. Re whatever that is and send people back to this podcast. Um, if you're listening to us for the first time, and I mean, uh, do me a favor. This is, I think, the, I think this is the 99th one. So there's 98 other podcasts I'm happy with and proud of each and every one of them, even though the sound quality on some of them is a little weak, but the content's pretty good. So do me a favor and go back and take a look and a listen to those. I really would appreciate that. And um, much love to you all, man. You've been really good to me. I really appreciate the kind words and all the good stuff that you did. Subscribe if you haven't. Um, and uh, I will see you guys again on Friday. Okay, much, much love to you all. And thank you for the kindness. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. S. Anthony out. <laughs>